every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Side-by-Side Podcast. It is indeed a show about black science fiction and fantasy and helping us stay on the same page as a family. Today for episode 118, we will be discussing the film The Reading. The Reading was directed by Courtney Glaude. It was starring Monique and it was produced by Lee Daniels. Spoiler alert. Y'all know the deal. This movie is on BET Plus. So if you do not already subscribe to BET Plus, please be sure to go over there. Check it out. They do a seven-day free trial. That's how we watch the movie as well. So watch the reading on BET Plus. Now let's get into it. Actually, before we get into it, I do want to specially thank those yeah, you gotta, people. you got to thank them. I have to every single can't, week. Thank the Patreons, okay? These are the people that give $1, $2, maybe even $5 a month to support this show and to support all the great things we're doing. So special shout out to Illumination83, Katura V, Lindsay, Cammy, Tiana Brown, Nettie Francois, Emily Gephardt, Courtney Sarita, Monique Coleman, and Stephanie Curry. I felt like Whitney. That was like that a DJ uh, voice that you put I on know. there. There's, great. there's this uh, clip of Whitney winning some award, Whitney Houston, and she was like, and I want to thank Tina, Yolanda, you know, and, and it's it's just, I kinda, I'll show it to you after this, but I, hello, I, I know, Ben. I know, I know the clip you're talking about. You've, yes. trained, you've trained me well. I have trained you well as, you know, white a white husband. How uh, are you doing today, Ben? I'm, man, I ran, t- speaking of training, I ran 22 miles yesterday. Yes. But my, um, I was ex- explaining to Amber that my butt got a little bit bigger since the pregnancy. Uh-huh. Uh, be- and then so my ass cheeks were sort of rubbing against each other. You got that booty meat, Almost like um, starting a fire. And so I, I had like a mm. rash in my butt crack, like not on my butt. So I had to like get, you know, apply things on it. But it right. was hard to sort of like dig in there. So I was like, oh, it would be helpful if Amber could just open hold, hold you, open you my hold butt your crack. butt cheeks and then or or either no one. it was in between your cheeks but yeah it was, it was not like in the crack in, yeah the crack is like at the top yeah oh it yeah, was yeah. like around the anus well i thought That's the crack fun. with the whole way the crack is like no the crack's just at the top it's no like, oh, your crack is no just... disagree no one would call Shut... the bottom of your butt the crack it, the crack it starts from the top of your and then it goes all the way down the crack is just the top to your taint it's no, the, the crack t- is just the top. No. It's like when a plumber comes to your house, all, they bend not, over, their crack is out. We are not going to find an agreement on this. What do you think? Uh, make sure that you comment uh, <laughs> on the Instagram page. The is crack the, is the top. The crack is not just the top. A crack extends all the way down to the taint. That's not true. Anyway, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. But yes. So yeah, so I did this 22 miles. It was great. Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh, what else? Oh, um... Dating Amber is fantastic, uh, but one of the things we she, dating, we're dating. Yeah, I mean every day, every day with you is like a date. Every day, a good you. one or a bad one. Uh, most of them are good. <laughs> most days with you are good. But Amber, had a, we had a great start to the day, and, I, and then it was rough, and now it's it's fine getting, again. <laughs> it's you know we're fine. We're fine. Well, Amber, um, I brought some snow with me from Chicago. When I say snow, Ew. I mean dandruff. So Gosh. I just have lots of dandruff. Your dandruff has been so bad. I mean, your dandruff has been bad in a way that's not even annoying, but I'm just concerned. Yes. I'm concerned I, about I could have some sort of disease. I was, yeah, I was like shady. leprosy or something. Gosh, I'm so sorry, y'all, because right now, like, I feel like the show is slowly becoming like all of Ben's physical ailments. Like, mm-hmm. first you started 
explaining the rash in between your ass cheeks, and now you're talking about your dandruff. But yes, I, I was changing the sheets on the bed the other day, and I looked at ass your to pillow. Head. Ass to head. I look. I looked on your pillow, and I was like, Houston, we have a problem because it was covered. Are you okay? Do you think your scalp does that when you're stressed? Because I brought I bought you some new products. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. And so you've been taking more showers with me to yes. make sure I use that product. They're more like inspection yes. showers. And then <laughs> we've been taking more showers and then I'm like, oh, let's get nasty in the shower. And then you're like, well, no, because I, you were explaining to me every time I try to like hug you, the water hits off my broad shoulders into your hair. And so I'm trying to like have shower sex and it's maybe it's, it could be like a, like a, like a black person thing, maybe. Yeah, that's shower, like one showers of the downsides are black, of like dating some, or maybe just anybody what, who's okay, done wait, their fin- hair. Finish that statement. Finish that statement. I think maybe the one of the downsides of dating or being with a black person is like they don't want to have shower sex because it could ruin their hair. Well, Start- I, I think a, I think maybe a bougie black person yeah. because like I also I I recently got my brows done, my lashes aren't real. Yeah, there's like uh, I don't no hair from the <laughs> my neck hair up. Well, no water from the neck up. Because I don't wear I don't want to wear a shower cap because my hair is so short and I want to like thoroughly wash my face. But my my hair is like I'm doing starter locks, so it they, they benefit from sort of like matting up and kinking up in that way in, in, in a very organized way but like water on this face is like not a thing yeah. I, I you know get somebody else to do it when I, it comes to that I, but I yeah no clear there's many perks to dating you a wonderful beautiful black woman but one of the yeah be- we're not having yeah. wild spontaneous shower sex with all of these services that i'd be trying to get done that that is correct yeah i will yeah. is it is it is it just a, i don't think it's just a race thing i mean i feel like People, just anybody who maybe a white woman did their perm is not going to want to have shower Who's sex. Getting a, I want to hear from the white woman who listens to this show out there that still gets a perm in 2023. <laughs> I'm trying to think because even when I've had like black boyfriends in the past, I've never had shower sex with another black woman to my knowledge. But when I've had black boyfriends in the past, yeah, we was not doing shower sex because I was wearing like full weaves yeah. at those times. Even with a shower cap, I was like, no, nah, nah. that that's 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 for the porn. Hook, can we okay? actually have like a shower cap shower sex? We can't because I need someone for my hair. I don't want my See, brows to get messed it up. Maybe we can, is it is a, a black person thing. Anyway, I promise y'all this show is uh, also about black science fiction and fantasy because, you know, I, I, I'll let you have the one con of being with. Uh, a beautiful black woman but what well, well the other thing i want to get to is i've been doing my training but you've yeah. also been you've been heading to the gym you're like a gym rat i went to the gym Amber's one gym time last week or gym mouse what would you prefer <laughs> i am a gym rodent yes indeed a gym, uh, squirrel? A gym squirrel if you will a squirrel gym hamster because you're cute and cuddly I am a gym guinea pig. It's more like it. So I went to the gym last week because I I have a trainer now. I'm just going to meet with her once a week. That's honestly all I can afford. Like one session a week. And I go to the yoga studio as well because I love a yoga. I like yoga because the gym is like literally like an adult playground. So it's uh, rampant with sexual harassment and bad form. (laughs) Playgrounds were you going to as a kid? You didn't get sexually harassed on the playground? That was a time. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, 
I'm just saying, you you get sexually harassed at the gym that and is at a playgrounds, thing. like as a kid. And a, as you didn't know at the time as a kid, but like sometimes the boys would run by and like smack your butt. Like oh, yeah, it, I it's I, I'm trying it's to just mis- describe like the patriarchy starts in the yes, playground. Yes, yes. I see. I see your point. And so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking just, like because I'm taking wildest playgrounds where it's all toddlers. Yes, that's no, no, the no, playground no, no, I'm no, thinking no. about. I'm talking like a. I was like. Like These a middle like school, middle school saying, playground. I understand the, the adult version. It, it. it is the adult version of a playground is unsupervised. You know what I'm saying? So like I went to the gym um, and the minute I, 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 it's like a 24 hour fitness. So I went into the gym, was putting myself in the locker and I'm hearing these men yelling in the men's locker room. And it was literally like a scene out of like sixth grade dodgeball. I hear like, I saw you looking at me on the floor. What's the, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm just kind of like, like looking at him in a sexual manner. Yes, I think oh, some so it's like, like homophobia. Juiced. Yes, he it, he actually said like the f word as a slur to this other person like multiple times as well. So I was Damn. like, what is going on in this bathroom? So I I run to the. I mean, it's me. I don't run. I <laughs> speed walk to the front desk and I was like, hey, there's about to be a fight in the men's locker room. Like I'm hearing the scuffle and the beginnings God. of a fight. So. Security runs to that bathroom. The lady stays there at the desk, and she's kind of like, oh, girl, this is a gym. That happens all the time. I'm like, what why is that acceptable that behavior? What the right. hell? She's like, you know, people Kick- are like, it's it's high testosterone. Some people in here taking steroids. Like, we have, like, a fight or a scuffle, like, once a week. And I was like, this out. is why I like the yoga studio. Kick exactly. exactly. Also, like, that you're telling me that behavior is just accepted as it's the norm. Normalized. That's fucked up. It is like we can't come in here and work on ourselves and be like, and also it's weird because that that's why I'm drawn to yoga because the mindfulness that comes with yoga, obviously yoga studios have their problem as well. Like the commodification of yoga. I I can have a whole podcast on stuff like that, but there is so much, yes, there's so much ego and there's so like, like you should go to the gym to clear your mind. Like we've been walking together in the morning and it's been like clearing our minds. No. Mm. Yeah. And I and and my bowels. There are many times we oh walk, my. we walk around. I'm like, I have to you take what, a baby? shirt. And I, I, have to. I think we should save. I think we should spare Man, the listeners I because we have we started with the rash in between your ass cheeks. We elevated Sorry. to the dandruff in your hair, and now and then we, we returned full circle. And now we're talking about circle. the shits that you take on a our morning full moon. Walks. A full but moon. somehow, some way, people actually still tune in every week to this show and love it. Thank and you. when they're extra amazing, they write an Apple Podcast review. We got a good one here. Do you want to read it? Or you want me to read it? No, you read it. You have you've been doing your um, Tina Turner voice. What? I have oh, a Tina Turner. No, voice? Whitney Houston. Sorry. Uh, and and I want just like say, a DJ. Tina. Okay, all right. Like I'm you, gonna read this. You know, sometimes I just I just be trying to be mindful because I be talking a lot. Uh, yeah. I try to make the podcast equitable. So would you? Do you give me permission to read this? Are you? You're literally just saying that because it's like you would never actually say that in real life. Like I'm I trying do. to be mindful. Remember how much when we I'm were talking. on that like couple show recently, which it's coming out soon. Y'all will share the details with you, but we were on this couple show recently and I was making so many jokes and I was like, Ben, am I being equitable with my talking? And Ben's like, yeah, I was talking all this, this, this. So, you know, no, I, you're fine. You shouldn't have to worry about that. Even if you are talking more, you know, you're a black woman in America. I know you're the most silenced voice in America. I so know. In, in this space, you can, Sort of, it's I can call it reparations. Cover. This is repar- This is a reparations cop. Okay. Anyway, did I also just mix up Tina Turner and Whitney Houston? Yes. Yes, I did. During Black Black History Month. Anyway, this one is from Ramen Girl. Excuse me. Ooh, Jesus. 
Ramen Girl, one, I love your name. Two, Ramen Girl writes, thank you for being my light. Dear Ben and Amber, to say your family has changed my life is an understatement. Just simply discovering your podcast has changed every aspect of my life massively. I have joined your following in just about every aspect with the exception of TikTok. I don't have an account. Great. Great, girl. Don't get one. It's it's a hellscape over there. But I, I digress. But just being a part of this tribe you've created, I've learned to be a proud of the interracial marriage I'm in. I have started reading again after about three years of just not wanting to do anything progressive with my life. I've started doing yoga after the fear of not being able to grasp anything. I miss your Sunday sessions, by the way. And I have just overall began to have this feeling of I can and I will. And I can legit say coming across your podcast has encouraged that. I wholeheartedly thank you both for being a light for someone like me. And I will eagerly support your family in every aspect that allows you to continue to positively affect any and everyone. Oh my gosh. Five stars is simply not enough for the rating you deserve. Thank you. Obvious. After feeling sour about love for a while, I now hope to have a partnership like that. Wait, I'm sorry. Thank you. And we're wrapping there. Thank you for making this podcast. It's truly a pleasure to listen each week. I think we had some some notes left over from last week. But thank you so much, Ramen Girl. Yes. I. What What is well, your initial thought to that uh, review? To not end the podcast, which is something you you know, we talked about maybe doing at some point if we got too busy with other things. So it, this definitely is a huge encouragement because this podcast does take a lot of work and you don't, it you don't get as much, um, kickback as far as like monetary, you know? So this encourages me like, this is definitely like a labor of love doing this podcast and it probably takes the most work out of everything we do, <laughs> including you, parenting. Uh, yeah, I mean, parenting comes a little bit more naturally. This, you have to, like, sit and watch a movie, and you have to read a book. And um, so this makes me very happy to continue doing this because this podcast is definitely a labor of love. Um, and it is it, – it's not like a – it's not become sort of a business in the same way that Amber and I have hoped it would become. But I think what we're doing is really important, and it's more fun for our relationship to actually sit down and do this. So, and then reading a podcast review like this makes me be like, you know what? Yeah. Who cares if this is not making us money? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I Cause just... I think you're making people feel, you know, accepted and, um, seen and, and, uh, inspiring them to read more. Like ultimately if you're reading more and that's going to help you relax or getting people to do yoga and stuff. So that's my response. Yeah, I just uh oh, I'm such a crybaby. Um it's good. It's I really good pre- thing. I really appreciate this review uh because I it's been so nice to like watch this podcast grow in in ways that are like we we will book other things and I'm kind of like, "Oh my gosh, it is the the practice of coming together and talking to you every single week that made this thing over here so much easier." Yeah. And you remember today in the shower where I was just like, oh, my God, you remember when our podcast, like, started in a bathroom? <laughs> yeah, it did start in a bathroom. We were recording in a bathroom. Now we have, like, a little studio in we our home. We have a little setup. And I was even reaching out to some people today being like, hey, how much would you charge for us to, like, record in your space? Yeah. So these are all happy tears. They really are. And I just love that other uh, black people feel seen and 
uh, in, in doing yoga and oh, I'm, I'm a mess. I don't know why I'm That's a mess because okay. I'm so happy. Um, Ben, it is it is truly an honor to sit down and do this with you every week. Amber was really annoyed at me this week. She's like, "You're not taking this serious (laughs) enough. You're not. This could this podcast podcast could be so so much much. better. Like, we need to work more on it." I was like, "I I think we need. I need to be kinder to myself and to you because you know how I'm like an overachiever. So I'm kind of like, why is this podcast not on tour yet? Like, what? (laughs) And I just need to give myself time. But I love just like." I love spending time with you and I'm glad now that I'm in a space that requires me to spend some time with you. Oh my gosh. Can you please read the next review while I get my shit together? Uh, This is from uh, Unita and she write, uh, they write, uh, you get me thinking and leave me laughing dot, dot, dot. Hi, Amber and Ben. I've been listening to your podcast for a year now, and I feel it is time to finally share how impactful it has been in my life. It's been a difficult year with my mom being diagnosed with cancer and my health taking a toll. Hearing the two of you uplift black creators and authors gets the artists and me inspired. I've also embraced science fiction in a way that I never thought I would. So thank you. Really excited to listen to your episode discussing Kindred, but I have to read the book or see, uh, but first I have to read the book or see the show. However, I do have a question. Are you planning to discuss Parable of the Sower at some point? Octavia Butler has a hold on my heart, and I'd love to know your thoughts. Uh, I've read Parable of the Sower. I haven't read it. It's um, quite interesting. One of the things in that book I think about all the time is uh, hyper-empathy, where this character feels people's pain like immediately. It's a very, very good book. But uh, something, yeah, I, I think we should return back to Octavia Butler. Part of the things that I think about with this show is that there are so many black writers, uh, specifically black science fiction writers and fantasy writers who are trying to like break it into the scene and just mm-hmm. be published and get their stuff out there. Directors too, like directors Courtney too. For and this so Octavia film. Butler is absolutely incredible writer. She's amazing. Um, and we have discussed her, you know, multiple properties of her now, both the book Kindred and then the TV show Kindred. So I, I think we'll go back to another Octavia Butler, but I do want to, there's so many other books that we want to also get to as well. So to answer your question, I'm not sure just yet, but um, yes, we should return to Octavia Butler when I'm not, I'm not sure yet because there's so many other properties. Yeah. Like everybody knows her. So we, yeah, she's, she's sort of like um, the one black science fiction writer that a lot of people do read her and Samuel Delaney, which we've actually haven't read a Samuel Delaney book. So we should, we should definitely read a, a chip Delaney. Book <laughs> this listener's sure. like, so, so, so no, so no, probably right. not. Yeah, probably not. But, but we maybe, might. I mean, I, Parable of the we, we have no, and then Parable of the Talents is the sequel. Yeah. We're not stopping this podcast anytime soon. Yeah. So I, we have a lifetime to just like read, read as like, many so we're books. just going to put it on the list, but, um, would you like to start talking? We are 20 minutes in. Would you like to start talking about the reading? If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place 
choice, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, let's let's get into the reading. Uh, so what were, let's just start with what were your expectations of this film? Like knowing that, yes, it was Monique was in it, and Monique has has sort of been hidden. Can you actually explain like yes. the controversy and what's been going on there? I will. So let I I want to start with some base layer, uh, you know, foundational like facts for a second. Monique is one of my favorite comedians. Obviously, I fell in love with Monique early days, like Queens of Comedy, The Parkers. So Monique is someone who is so talented and so competent and so funny, but we have reached this point where something has happened with Monique's career where I feel like she is not where she should be. Um, and, and we've seen a couple of little controversies here and there. There was a time where she wanted us to boycott Netflix because they weren't going to pay her as well for her special. They weren't going to pay her as well as Amy Schumer. Okay. And which is fair. It's just fair. But it, it, as, as somebody who is now entering this industry, I'm learning that your team is everything yeah. who represents you is everything who vouches for you is everything who helps you like come to the public with statements and things that is everything. So I'm starting to see like something is going on with whoever Monique's team is and what they're doing. Obviously she's an incredible actor that we saw in precious there was a time where she like hosted the BET awards. Like she had some really great things going on, but then you also see her hit the internet arguing with DL Hughley and her husband speaking for her. Cause he's her manager. And then you'll see her arguing about like black women stop wearing bonnets at the airport and sparking controversy there. And it's like, Monique, where, you know, you were on the come up to be like, why are you picking these little fights? Yeah. I do, like, like, I feel like, I, I see Monique having that potential that like Queen Latifah had. And now Queen Latifah is kind of like does cover girl queen and, and will host award shows and it started in multiple movies. So something happened where Monique is not like Monique could have easily had the career that like Kevin Hart has like stand up mm. specials and in blockbuster movies and stuff like that. But something happened with, I think who's representing also, you know, she's a black woman and women are discriminated against like also those layers, but something is so, so I, went into this movie with a bit of caution because the projects that I have seen Monique jump onto are sometimes not what I would think is the best for her career. Mm. But this is, I mean, I'm, I am slowly on my own come up, but I'm just being honest about how I felt, you know? Yeah. I, I, when I saw Lee Daniels produced it, I, I did not think this film was going to be a slasher film. This turns into a straight, like slasher film right and yeah even I was that like, lee too. daniels is, i love you know, lee daniels does the, the butler, butler. Yeah, right yeah, that I was love sort of the butler yeah yeah we watched that together and we so, did uh i my expectations that this was going to be a drama that explores a you know the the world of mediums and mm-hmm. sort of dealing with like 
because I didn't watch a trailer, but dealing with grief. And that's what I thought it was going to look into, sort of a mixture of that Clint Eastwood movie. I think it was um, where this guy is, uh, it's like Matt Damon is in it. I forgot okay. the name of it, but it deals with a medium after the um, the tsunami uh, and uh, in, in the early 2000s or uh, mid-2000s. So it deals with like grief. That's what I thought this was going to, but no. Okay. Um, the, this is not that at all. <laughs> and uh, But basically, it's a story about a medium. Her name is Skye. She meets with this traumatized woman, Emma, whose whole family was murdered. And uh, Skye um, connects with her Emma's dead family. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, turns out Emma actually killed her whole family. Yeah, that's Monique. Mm-hmm. That's Monique. Kills her whole family so that she could write about it and end up getting money from their deaths. Right. So, so and then and then she locks Sky's team. She has a team of um, like a director who films everything and then she has the cameraman who films her mediums and then they upload it to YouTube for views and such. Mm -hmm. And then also um, she has a nurse with her who like, you know, checks her, um, her vitals vitals to make sure because in this world, Sky's team does sky sky actually does connect. And if a person from the other side touches her, she gets possessed. Yes. Which becomes important at like the final twist. So turns out <laughs> Monique, um, and, and for a very terrifying scene, like very, yeah. very early in the yes, movie. Yes, the intro was yeah. like legitimately scary. Very Sky scary. Gets, yes. s- starts speaking as like the little kid and then as the teenager girl and then as the father. Yes. And discovers that Monique went through and killed them and then like cut off her own finger and like beat herself up. Yes. All of that. So the the beginning of the film, it I love it. It it, it jumps you right into the scene. Like it's it's pretty gruesome if you're not used to like that gore. Like I I was blanket close to me, hand over my mouth. So I th- I'd say it was a really strong start. Um, where we kind of get lost is that as it goes on, you you really don't understand who Monique is. So at some points I was kind of like turning to Ben being like, well, what does she do for work? And Ben's like, I think she might be an author and maybe that's why she, her, her books weren't selling. And so we needed a little bit, you know, sometimes as an audience, it's really, it's a really delicate balance to not overfeed your audience too many clues, but not underfeed them either. So I I felt we were underfed because I was like, I don't actually know what Monique's actual career is. And I don't, I didn't know that this family was like, so maybe some, some bills on the table that said past due, like just a few more clues to help us as the audience know that her family was even in, a financial strain because we didn't feel any of that. We saw like a happy mother killing all of her kids. And then obviously we get uh what is a, a info dump? What do you call it? When a character yeah, info like dump. we Just get an info everything. dump like an hour and a half into the movie, but then we weren't well, really, the, the movie's an hour and a half. So towards the end, towards the end of the movie, what, what info like, dump are you talking about specifically when she starts, are you talking about like she's when she's explaining why she did it yeah. or we kind of needed a couple of other Potential suspects. No, no, no. She explains 
No, no, no. She explains why she also killed her kids. She's like, I had to kill my yes. husband for money. And then she's like, well, I didn't want to be a single mother. So I decided – she's like, it's yeah, hard that, to be a single fine. mother. But she's she's psychotic. She's a s- psychopath yes. who kills both of her kids and then laughs yes. about it. Right. So, very so motive, motive was a little bit confusing for me because I was just yeah, kind of like – Like the original did, reason why she killed her husband. Yes. Yes, and – I don't know. I feel there should have been maybe some flashback scenes of her interacting with her family where we saw a little bit of that psychotic potentiality there. Or uh, I don't know. It's just like, so you so you mean to tell me you like raised these kids and then there were no signs that you were a psycho before? Like, Or she, she wasn't right now in the news. There's a Massachusetts woman who killed her three kids. She was suffering from like postpartum depression. Right. Right. But this Monique is not depressed. Monique is like, I want to be in a, in a really great scene. Cause sky is pretty annoying at this throughout the movie. The sky, medium, the medium. Yeah. And she's, and she's, she's like, why would you, actor. she's like, why would you, she, I, well, she's trying to like reason with this, like psychopath yeah. because a psychopath has now locked everybody in the home and start killing them one by one. Like, Oh, this is a straight up slasher film. Right. Which and I there like, are some but... like cool kills. But, but what I was going to say is that sky is like, why are you doing this? Trying to shout at her and throughout parts of the house, like you're going to die lonely. And, and you know, there's no connection. And Monique just starts laughing. Like, why are you talking to me? I don't care if I die yeah. lonely. I'll die rich. And that's sort of yeah. a, that's sort of funny. No, Monique was There's great. no reason for why Monique does this. Like, we can't – there is really no motive. I think it's just pure money. And, like, actually, I raised these kids, one to be a teenager. And then that was the moment. But I think you're right. We need some sort of moment where Monique realized yes. – I no longer want to be a mother. I want to be alone. Uh, let me kill my kids. Can I go on a tangential? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. So I currently am watching a uh, documentary on Hulu about a guy. He, he's not a killer, but he just has used it, has manipulated and brainwashed and coerced a group of students um, at Sarah Lawrence to do what he wanted. So the reason why we're, invest i mean which this is a horrific harrowing story if you watch um stolen youth on hulu um that's what i'm watching but there is some level of show us the ending show us these news clips of how of how this person was imprisoned and then show us how we got there so sometimes i'm way more invested as an audience member watching what were some of those red flags we saw on the way? Even with somebody who's psycho, you know what I'm saying? Like you've told me stories about former church members of yours that eventually went insane or whatever. And so what's what's a little bit more... Well, they had mental... They had mental, mental illness. illness. Well, yeah. I'm not speaking specifically, but, but, but what's more um, interesting and investing is so showing the lead up to how that person got there. You know what I'm saying? So any slasher, horror, whatever that we've seen, we've also been very invested in like, okay, well, did they, had they killed before? Did they do their first kill to some random oh, yeah, that bird been, or some rabbit growing yeah, up as a kid? That would have been and interesting then, and, and, to see Monique like as a kid. And then her high school boyfriend people. went missing. Yeah. And so, so we know that this person has the propensity to do this and her final big kills were her family members or something like that. So there's, we, we kind of have these huge gaps that we have to fill in and we don't really know 
know who Monique is as a person. Like we, we can understand that this woman killed her family, but where does this woman work? How was she able to cover this up? Those are the pieces that we're still wanting more of. And then there were some, some dialogue that we didn't even care about. Yeah. So Monique, uh, Emma, the character changes her, um, her limp. So, so she pretends to have a limp to show that she's been like attacked by these people in her home. And then she pretends to have um, a speech impediment due to her trauma. And then that all disappears when she realizes that sky has now interacted with people from the afterlife, but it wasn't clear to you when sky was saying all these things, it wasn't clear to sky's team that, you know, um, Emma was the murderer because at one point they're like, you know, they're all checking with sky skies is really like intense connection with the other side. They refer to it. And then they're like, okay, let's, let's go. But then Emma locks everybody in and then was like, you know why I can't let everybody go sky where you could have ramped that up a little bit. Like they show the twist that Emma is the murderer. Like I think way too early. Yeah. could have been like sky, knows and right. and Emma knows that Skye knows but Emma's not going to like say anything until Skye makes a move you could yeah. have like ramped up that trauma like that yeah the drama reveal was bit. too early oh, the, re- and then- <laughs> the reveal happened and then I remember we paused the TV we were like wait it's about to just be 50 straight minutes of, of running around the house yeah because she locks him in the reveal was so early and and it's like the, the audience got ahead of you in that way so then it's kind of a us there just needs to be a little bit more better pacing of the buildup of events right yeah and some potential other suspects yeah (laughs) some other obvious yeah some other reason potentially why uh her family was killed yeah maybe Uh, there was a neighbor who saw that killed who nobody trusted or something like we just needed a little bit more perspective of other people and i also think we needed a little bit more of sky as well because i remember you remember when i told you um and, and I, I think this is the the I, I think this director has a lot of potential because there were also some really nice uh, black medium nods as we continue going. Like I told you, like some of the uh, the, de- the degrees Brown. the degrees in the house that Odame Brown. I was like, yes, Odame Brown from Ghost. Like I I caught that immediately. But when we talk about Odame Brown, who uh, Whoopi Goldberg played. We had those things where Whoopi go. I'm somebody who's watched Ghost. Like I could probably quote that movie. I, I love it so much. But Odame Brown even was like, "Ah, oh, my mother had this gift, and my grandmother had this gift, but I never had it." And they told me, "Why me? Why a white guy?" It was like the funny and the medium parts. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, okay, Sky has this gift, but is this gift in a vacuum? Did her grandmother and her mom have this gift? And they're just waiting to pass it. There's a little bit of that that I I wanted more of. Like, I, I couldn't have cared less about Sky. I, I think I <laughs> I really could not. I was like, okay, whatever. She's fine. She has, she has a strong moral compass. She basically doesn't want to do this connection with mediums. I think there was a huge miss opportunity because early on we realized that um, – if someone touches Sky, like if someone from the other side touches Sky, she gets possessed. Right. So I think it would have been cool, like if Sky connects to the other side and maybe the teenager or the little boy who yes. was killed yes. by Emma, one of Emma's um, kids, possesses Sky 
and then uses the knowledge of the house to yes. then get revenge on there. Sort of like Black Phone. If yes. you ever watch Black oh, Phone, so good. Black Phone is amazing. It's tran- tangentially related to this. I think it's yes. really worth watching. So I think that would have been a great move. Now, but they decide to go into the slasher, which I think was a, a great decision that mm-hmm. surprised me. And there are some really awesome kills in here. Like, for example, the first person... Well, first, she kills all the white people first. Yeah. Which is great. We live. No shave. We live. But, uh, which, you know... I think it, I think um, the director made a, a good yeah. choice for that one. Yeah. And there's a funny thing where she shoots the, the camera guy, and then she's like, you know... I'm not going to basically waste a bullet on you and kills him with a hammer, which I thought was yes. And just like, but the first person she shoots is a black guy who then doesn't die. Oh yeah, they shot in the chest, and then he's able to. He's like running around. around I was like, oh god, that was annoying. There were some. I don't know. That that surprised me though because he that scene though where he steps towards her because she starts locking down the house. Yeah, which makes sense why she would have everything in here on lockdown, and then she sort of without even looking. Like puts her hand out and shoots him. That was yeah. Pretty, that was and terrifying. then he falls. I was like, oh, he's yes. dead. The the creature feature and all of that was great. Like the, yeah, the, the, the real effects. I was like, oh, the real whoa. effects. The blood was great. I was like, now now we're gonna get into a slasher. So I was hoping yes. that she would, and she does kill some people in really fantastic ways. But I think it would have been a lot more fun to have this housewife um, kill people in an even more like fun. Yeah, like, multiple tools. Because give me, that's give what me the slashers are. Like, yeah, 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 that's what slasher films do. Is that right? Part of the reason people enjoy watching them is that like, oh, that's a creative way to die. Like Final Destination. Yeah, you know, there was just and, she had this like one little rickety old gun that yeah, she eventually which, lost, which was fine. But then knife, she yeah. could have done something really funny. I don't know. Like, yeah, with a hair dryer. A, yeah, hair dryer. Do something. Soup cans. You yeah, know, a cutting been, board. Yeah, it, it, all of the elements that come with like being a housewife, which I still don't know if she was. Because wasn't she an author? Yeah, I'm a little but, bit but she was home. That. She was away and then home. But I, right now, she was a mother, right? So right. how would a mother? Or how go are they even killing? in financial strain if her husband sold diamonds? Like, there's well, something no, no, that's unclear. I, do, I don't think that was necessarily the issue. I think that the thing is, she just wanted to be alone. Like her motivation for killing her family was, I want to be alone, and I want to write like a popular selling book. Right? She writes this amazing book that puts her on talk shows you know it's like what does yeah. the author do to gain attention well show me a little kid that like always wanted heightened yeah, drama. yeah like, you could have done something I, like that yeah it just doesn't seem like enough of a motive to kill your whole family unless i had more glimpses of who you were as a person but um, also some people they don't really have like a big motive to kill their family they're just tired i know but this is a movie reason. like i mean put like, yeah, but we're watching a movie. Well, then also you have to show that she doesn't need a motive. I think they did a decent job of showing she doesn't need a motive because at one point in a viral TikTok sound, uh, how what did she do? Oh, the viral TikTok sound was like "fuck them kids" and "fuck you, you too. too." Yeah, no, which so is great. Which is I, great. I think she's purely an apathetic, like psycho killer. Yeah, but show me running her around like. Home. Complaining that there's blood on her nice dress. Right, yeah. Show me her, you know, driving around her neighborhood and some little old lady's crossing the street and she just mows her down. Like, like show me those elements that say, like, this woman is batshit crazy. Or or a little little more hints, right? Yeah, because it was sort of just revealed right away. It was revealed right away, and then you had to put the pieces together. And also, just. I don't know. There were some rules of horror that I kind of didn't know how much I loved. Like, you remember when I kept saying, like, why is this happening in broad fucking daylight? Like, like, why can't we wait to have this 
this reading at night or something like there's a bit there's a bit more of a creepy element that comes with like oh my god are they gonna survive till morning but i was like how is well, nobody in the neighborhood I, noticing this i think broad it can daylight? be done really well in broad like a horror film done in broad daylight for example it follows there are many okay. scenes that happen in broad daylight some of the creepy scenes yeah. happen at night as well but that one scene and it follows remember they're hanging out at the beach right and the person comes up behind her um, and she starts getting choked. That happens yeah. in broad daylight. And then yeah. they fight her. And then um, they sort of get away. They hide inside a, like, this beach cabin. Yeah, but there's something about... broad daylight. It's very creepy. Okay, well, there's something about the pacing of time that was interesting as an audience member to be like, damn, how long have they been running around this house? Yeah, they, like, they ran like, around the house a little or bit Or so more. start in daylight and then take it tonight to give us the, the effect uh, of, like, oh, my God, they have been running from Monique. Like, they're probably hungry. They're probably tired. They're probably delirious. Like, Well, it all happens in real time. I think the whole locking in the house happens only for about 40 minutes i know but something was mismatched with the tone for me mm. when the mood wasn't set in those ways because in ways that sometimes the music didn't help out with mm. you know like you know oh i see so i think first of all i want to be clear like i think this film is definitely worth watching hell yeah just for oh Monique, hell yeah yeah let's let's break it down for but, that yeah yeah and and i think the decision to have this like psycho killer Mm-hmm. Who like cuts off her own pinky, beats herself up, is quite fascinating. Yeah, but and Monique's physical acting was really good. Oh yeah, too. she's like very funny, yeah. and she goes from like limping to like running up a stairs. Yeah, in watching dress. Monique run full speed was a good time. Yeah, she, so okay, but this what they um, also uh, the other thing I want to talk about that was really cool is that there's this she ends up killing everybody and she kills the nurse. And she's like, let go and let God, and slowly, like, drives a knife into her. Yeah, that was good. And good. a very, scary, like, so. funny, like, hilarious, but also terrifying scene. Now, what you could have done, because there was so much time in the home, one thing to make this film way better is, like, you kill, I think you kill um, the director, the the man, Sky's boyfriend, right away. Like, he gets shot, okay. and then she kills him in sort of, like, uh, some sort of creative way. I think part of the reason the guy didn't, uh, the the director of the film didn't want to do that, I think he wanted to kill the white people first. Totally acceptable. Cool. The next thing you do is that somehow uh, Sky gets out of the home and then uh, Emma's character drives around like looking for her and then pretends like, oh, hello. Like we can see her do that psychotic switch being like, I'm someone robbed from, you know what I mean? Yeah, we needed that texture. I almost wanted Monique to be like a first lady that ends up like killing her whole family or something. And her husband's like this rich pastor. Yeah. Like laundering money from the church. That would be fun. And then that's when those like, let go, let God, let go, let God. Seems would have hit a little bit hard. I'm like, oh my God. And now she's like quoting crazy scriptures. Yeah. I I see the establishing shots of the church. Like, I think she needed to go back as she needed to go from like I'm pretending to be a traumatized woman to now being a psychopath killer to now pretending back to be a traumatized woman. Yeah, right? she needed we needed to. Pre- that, yeah. we need, she needed her to like flip back to that, and yeah. I think that would have like. And then whoa, the religious elements would have hit switching harder. Back and forth and then, between that. Yeah, you needed to see that insanity a lot more than just the monologues with the knife wielding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
There was some cool parts. But there's where so she, much like, potential for this movie, and I'm I'm actually really excited to see other things that this he, director. He gets, he gets a pass. I think. I think. Hell yeah! I think this is his first film, and as a first film, it's pretty fantastic. And yeah, I I want uh, and and I just feel like I don't know. This sounds really mean because you know I ain't shit, but like Sky as an actor just could have used a little bit more like she was very one note like so in those scenes when she's being possessed i'm like i need some more physical movement here she did such a good job physically of showing that position but even being the different characters that sometimes i was like is monique being her husband is sky being possessed by monique's husband here because you remember you were like no i think he was uh i think she was quoting monique there in that scene where he like the returns were down in the fourth quarter i think she was quoting the husband there Yes, because Monique wasn't dead. Yeah, but remember, right. after the movie, you were like, you were saying, no, she was being Monique there. No, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Or just the rules of the like, maybe you know. I think one of your favorite things, Ben, is when there's some sort of like magic system, a hard magic system or soft magic system in something that you're reading. So maybe like us as the audience knowing some rules of that magic because in the or, end or, it didn't really like the black of the phone, reading of the reading it, in the end it didn't really matter that she was a medium or not and so it's, it was almost like the opposite of duh ex mahina i'm like you're a fucking medium like wh- where are these have, powers yeah, yeah you could have used that power to your advantage to escape this killer right yeah but also and and also and similar to the black phone i think um both the black phone and the reading have a lot of similarities because the thing that's most terrifying is not the dead. It's the human who really has no, no motivation. Like Ethan Hawke right. plays this psycho killer. Yeah. And, and he doesn't have any motivation. Like right. he's not like, we don't know really yeah, but, his backstory yes, or anything. But we also see him interacting with people and not being psycho right. and, and interacting going with, back and forth. Yes, yeah. Because then we have a, an idea of who and how insane he is. Yeah. Whereas we, you know, we needed, like, we needed oh, a scene yes. like that. We needed here. that, and we needed Sky's powers to actually like do more. Be, uh, because be uh, at the end, she just shot her. Like, like you. I was that. like, oh, she's gonna shoot. Yeah, I was like, oh, she's. Yeah, gonna I was shoot like, her. she could have done that. Like, that's like bodies, bodies, bodies. I, like, I do have to say though, in this scene, because Sky ends up shooting her. Um, she's about to. Uh, Sky gets pinned down, like stabbed, right. and like crucified almost. And then goes to shoot Monique, and you hear the click, and Monique's laughing because it's a revolver. It was like, see, it's not loaded. And then she just keeps clicking. But with revolvers, you might not have a um, a bullet in one cartridge, right? But the bolts in the other cartridge. And I thought that was brilliant. Like, oh, yeah, click, of course, click, click. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought, oh, it's like, oh, that's a really nice way. But the whole twist is that the twist the the rules of this world and um if uh someone from the other side touches you possesses you what happens is that um i guess right as emma dies she immediately touches um sky and now is possessing sky at the end of the film it's like sort of like this quick like, oh, whoa, got you. Almost like, you know, Friday the 13th. We're like, yeah. oh, okay, we think the killer, we find out the killer was Jason's mom, and it's all over, and Jason's mom is dead, and then people are in a, on a boat, and then Jace, the actual Jason jumps out and kills everybody. Yeah, but we so, needed to see we, that. We've already ha- seen that. That possession happened to Sky 
maybe in another way. Yeah, like or maybe it cha- would have been, been a little bit more clear. That's happened before with one of her dead relatives or so- or something. But cause, yeah, yeah, because it was kind of like, wait, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it left we, me scratching. We, the audience, head. needed a little bit more help under, like, establishing and understanding these characters. Like, a little bit more stronger character development and dialogue. But creature feature, love it. I didn't need Blood, char- love I it. just needed more I need Monique. character development, baby. I need character development. No, no. I, I think you can. I just, I think Sky and her crew was, like, fine. You know, like, oh, here's a, here's a crew. We want to make money. So we post things on YouTube of Sky's like medium interactions. But even That's the posting fine. on YouTube was still a little bit unclear for me. How was that unclear? Did you, you see how many subscribers they had? Yeah, how this oh, is that growing. Been, yes. Some comments, like yeah, just you know, some clicks. Like, yo, we just got our first YouTube check. Like, this is big business. Like, I, I need yeah. some something there. That would okay. How many how many YouTube subscribers did they have? We don't know. What's that. the name of the page? Oh, you know, it could have they could have had a nice reference to cuz I believe there's a medium on Netflix that's very famous this like white like handsome dude. The white dude, yeah. Yeah, be sure to or, or like something some like sort of weird... be sure to like and subscribe, y'all. Like yeah, this is real shit. Yeah. We, we didn't br- you know, like you, you that... know how much cringy YouTube content there is. Like there could have been more of that world building. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, well, Sweet. I don't. I don't really have anything else to say about this movie. Me either. It, I'm glad we watched I it. I think, yeah, I think it's worth watching, especially um, that it deals with like uh, ghosts that aren't evil. You know, I I think this film could have had more ghosts. Yeah, but the ghosts weren't good or evil. They were just dead. They were just dead, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it would have been me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think possession films yeah. t- tend to have um, the possession as, like, an evil entity that is looking to have exact revenge. Yeah. And like, in a very me. horrific kind of way. I wish, like, you know, the, her smallest son or whatever, like, used to accidentally, like, put a, a toy car at the top of the stair that Monique used to, like, trip on or something. Because it was, like, oh, yeah. it was Some... like, fuck those kids, but they seemed like the nicest, sweetest kids. Yeah, like, they were, show like, me the time they, like, that hugged you're... their mom and, Yeah, like, and missed her and loved her. So show me the time that your kids, like, got on your fucking nerves and let that be how you fucking die. I sort of like this idea, though, of, of some killers just not needing any motivation to kill. They just, they're just... I'm I'm fine with psychotic. the no motive, but show me the psychotic. I need more psychotic as opposed to just like their last kill. I want to see their first kill. Monique was pretty psychotic. I think she, she was. She was Monique, pretty. Monique ate this role. I yeah. think the writing could have been a little bit better. Like she can't control all that, but like she she did what the fuck she was supposed to do. Um, I I hope that she. Lit- I mean, it's not too late for Monique to like. Say, like, fuck this. I need a new management team. I need a new... And I don't just feel this way about Monique. I feel this way especially about Normani as well. Do you know no, who Normani no. is? Yeah, from um, Fifth Harmony. Yeah, who is her team? She's so talented, just mm. like Monique. Like, put, put her where she in the room she needs to be in. You know? But anyway... Anyway, we're done. We're just <laughs> rambling at this point. Let us know what you thought of the reading. We are yeah. super, super glad that we sat down. We watched it. Always want to. It was easy support. to watch. It was easy to watch. <laughs> Always want to support Monique. Always want to support um, this director, Courtney Glade. We definitely look forward to seeing more work from him in the future. And let's talk about next week. In the world, oh, give me the book, baby. In the world of science fiction and fantasy, we're going to be reading sci-fi short stories next week. Okay, y'all, this is going to be a long haul. The, the name of this book is called Africa Risen. It is short stories. 
We actually are going to take things a little bit slower, and we would love for y'all to buy this book if you can. Buy this book, and we're going to just read what four short stories yeah, a week. Four, four, four short stories. Four short week, stories yeah. a week. So I think that's like Pretty twenty-five short. pages. You know, like forty. So even if you just read one of these short stories with us, that would be great. And we're going to just week by week uh, slowly get through this book, reading these short stories. So be sure to purchase Africa Risen. Read the first four short stories with us um and we will see y'all next week for the show bye y'all bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube